In a world where four podcasters get together, they discuss movies. Today, we discuss I Know That Voice. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of Control C. Uh, we're discussing the documentary I Know That Voice, this, uh, where they go into voice acting and all of that, which is why I tried that stupid intro. Uh, joining us on today's cast is Ray. Hello. <laughs> Cece. I am Cece. And Lindsay. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> She's going to go with my regular voice. Because... In your head, I feel like you like were like, should I, should I not, should I, should I not? No, it was which one to pick. I wanted to, I went with like southern, then British, and then high-pitched or low. Like I couldn't make the decision that quickly, so I just went with me. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So this, whenever we watch the last documentary, um... But I, please remind me of the name. It's uh, what is it? Uh, United, United we fan. There you go. <clears throat> so United we fan. Like this one came to mind because United we fan kind of made us sit back and it allowed us to kind of talk about our own personal fandoms. And this one has always been something that's been um, interesting to me. I've always been into like wanting to like. When I was younger, I wanted to do radio, and then I wanted to, like, you know, we're doing podcasting, and, you know, it was always something that I, I was always interested in, so I found this documentary, and I thought it was freaking awesome, and I thought that you guys would enjoy it, if nothing else, so you guys could see the faces behind some of these, like, legendary voices that not many people even think about sometimes. So, what did you guys think of the film? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller. <laughs> you had issues? You had issues? So, yeah. yeah. So, okay. I... Other than, like, Disney movies and, like, He-Man and She-Ra when I was a kid, I, did, I haven't ever really watched a ton of animation. So, all these quote-unquote legendary voices mean practically nothing to me. <sighs> Um, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> um, but getting past that, I do appreciate um, the concept of voice acting because you know I'm a huge uh, Audible person. I love books on recorded books and whatever, so I, I can definitely appreciate um, the hard work that goes into. But my main problem with this movie was that it felt schizophrenic. Chewie makes a good point, though, um, in that most of this movie for me was like auditory knives to my ears. Really? Yes. How come? All the random sounds and clicks and shrieks and the frog guy snotting like like he made that weird ass frog noise with his mouth and then he like tried to sing a song with it or blow his nose at the same time i don't know what the fuck he was doing <laughs> but okay i just had a lot of trouble because these people would slip in and out of their voices mid-sentence and it just it just really bothered me it's like i need voice acting i understand what it's called <laughs> <laughs> but like they'd be having a conversation 
and you'd be like, okay, that's really cool. And all of a sudden, they'd slip into the voice, and then they'd slip back out. Or they'd be, they'd, uh, one of the guys, like, talked about how he layered the voice. Now, when he had it in the context of, I am layering this voice, I started here, I had here, and I put them together, and now you've got this. That's cool. But most of them would just be sitting there talking, and then all of a sudden, they'd switch, and then they'd switch back. And I'm like, I, like, it just bugged me a lot. Also, I just don't like loud sounds. And half of this movie was just loud sounds coming out of people's mouths. <laughs> so I feel like this one was wasted on me a little bit. <laughs> it's a shame. <clears throat> what about you, Ray? Mm. It was cool. I mean, to see, I guess, their side of the story and how hard they have to work. Because, you know, you think it's an easy job, but it's really not. Because you have to, you know, do a million takes a day, and that's your voice right there you, you're acting with. Um, but it was okay. I enjoyed it. Um, of course, um, what's his name? Mark Hamill being the Joker. That's one of my favorites. But other than that, I didn't... I guess I didn't pay too much attention to it. I was mostly on my phone, because I wasn't that interested. Yeah. Okay. Actually, and I even fell asleep. And the only reason I woke oh, up was because somebody was shrieking... I'm like, okay, I'm, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. It's a shame that you guys didn't enjoy it more. I picked it because I thought it would be more up you guys' anxiety, but that that's because I grew up with that lot of animation, and I grew up like... Yeah. Again, like I said, this was something that I grew up kind of liking and, and wishing I could do. Uh, I'm not as talented as any of those people, so sadly, my life never went in that direction, but, you know... It, it was always very interesting to me to figure out the the face behind the voices. So yeah. just just kind of really enjoyed it. From a perspective of what you're talking about, the sounds and screeching, I can kind of agree with you. The, the reason, again, I go back to, I guess it felt more natural to me simply because it was edited much like you would animate a cartoon. You know what I mean? With the way that things were cut, and the the way that each scene, you went from scene to scene, and the pacing of the film was very cartoonish, and it was very all over the place, and that's why I think there was like a lot of, like you said, a lot of noises, a lot of sounds, a lot of screeching, a lot of like this, and a lot of like switching back and, and forth. And that's that was my main problem with it is it yeah. switched so often and so quickly that I never got to be really fully invested in any one thing. Fair enough, and no, uh, and I can see that, and that's why I was saying like. It, it, it's interesting that that was what drew you out of it. That, to me, kind of kept me in it just because it gave me the facing of a cartoon, you know? And right. So, yeah, I, I was just always interested with it. So I, I kind of wanted to see what you guys thought. What about you, Cece? I loved it. I grew up with most of the voices. So to actually see them in the background making the some of the videos for it or the... Um, acting for it. It's pretty cool. I mean, I've, I think I've watched this movie before. I was one of those that I'm pretty sure me and you were discussing it too that I watched it. But I couldn't remember um, some of it. Some of those scenes that I've seen that looked familiar. But just to see, you know, the acting how they can change their voices and stuff like that. And then to also to put in the perspective of how it is impacting the gaming world. Mm-hmm. Because this voice acting has taken off tremendously 
and games <clears throat> and to see what they're doing is just amazing. This is that's really that's really like this brand new medium that has expanded and it's now part of their realm. Like realistically, a lot of the games that are out now have become so cinematic that they themselves are just as good as any blockbuster and they require like these massive talented people to bring those characters to life, you know. So it's it's very interesting to see them colliding. I I love the fact that the medium's expanding. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I, I I just I love finding the faces behind the voices. So, but yeah, video games is is an interesting one that's been up for a lot of debate recently, because they the way that video games are done and sold doesn't really lend itself to pay actors or voice actors the way that they normally get paid for like features, for example. So like, if they do an animated film and that film comes out, that film can accrue royalties. Uh, per you know sale or per use of that material, with video games because of the way that they're sold, that perpetuity doesn't, doesn't continue. Like there's they don't receive royalties per sale because that kind of cuts into the you know margin of the video game industry or whatever. I'm not sure what they call it or whatever. Why don't they don't do it? But their royalties are just not paid. They haven't quite figured that out yet. So. That has always been created a debate to the point where it's delayed several games and it's caused issues for a whole mess of games to release. So, you know, it, it, watching what they go through to just record one page of dialogue for a video game based on how many options they have, like, that sort of work is brutal, you know? And that's another thing, like, I connected with this, you know, the whole them talking about your, your voice is your instrument with me... Growing up as a vocalist, you know, I, I had to do the same thing. Like, it's one of those where they talked a lot about taking care of your voice and, you know, not being able to, you know, go to, a, like, a baseball game or a, or a football game and then go the next day expecting to be able to record a session because, you know, your your muscles are going to be tired. So, you know, it, it was just an interesting take that I, I personally would recommend for anybody, especially if you have an interest in voice acting, but if it's not... Something that may be up your alley, it may, it may not be the best one for you. <laughs> so, any anybody surprised by any of the voices? Um, I don't think so. Um, like anybody that you saw, you're like, oh my god, I can't believe that person does that voice. You know. And the only reason why I said I can't believe because whenever I'm, if I'm either playing a video game or watching any kind of animation, I try to look up the voice cast just to put a face quick. Some, a few of them I already knew, or in a few of them I never heard of because I don't watch the show. Like Futurama, I don't watch that. It's a shame. It's a really good show. Mm. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, probably. Fair enough. I mean, the one that I did like, which I texted you, was uh, the dude from The Simpsons. I forgot his name already. Hen, whatever his name is. And I love him because of... Brian? Brian? The one that plays Police Chief Wiggum. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's on, um, what's that movie? With Ben Stiller. Not at the museum. I love him in there. Yeah, uh, Hank Azaria. Yeah, that one. He's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I love him. He's he's freaking great. So, all right, well, 
I'm sorry, but I feel like I picked a, a dud movie for this week for this one. <clears throat> it just, you know. It's not a dud. It's just... Malzay, Lindsay, and Ray both appreciate the, yeah. the acting behind it, the, the story yeah, that definitely. goes into it. I think if this was for Lindsay, if it was someone, you know, the voice acting on a, a regular level, it probably would have been better for her. But, I mean, this this isn't this isn't pretty good. I mean, if if you're interested in voice acting and you want to check it out, this is a good show to to check out. And also, too, if if you did grow up watching Powerpuffs and Powerpuff Girls and you know Bobby's Rugrats World, Rugrats and Symptoms, and you know you know what future Rama is are, you know this is a, a show that you can watch and appreciate it. And then also, too, if you're new to the world of Adventure Time, check this out because you see, you know, some of the other things that that's a newer cartoon, but you also see some of the older cartoons. Yeah. So, all right, so let's go ahead and get some ratings because this one's a little hard to to explain. It's basically, you know, you get to learn about voice acting and, and the history of everybody behind it. So, as far as documentaries go, Lindsay, what would you give this one? Um, uh, it's tough because I feel like my own personal whatever is coloring it. Um, so I'm going to say two and a half out of five uh, Nolan Norths. <laughs> Fair enough. Because I actually knew who he was. <laughs> um, he used to be on a soap opera I watched called Port Charles. Really? Yep. Oh. Back in the mid-90s. Nice. I didn't know he did soap opera stuff. Uh, he did. Uh, Port Charles was a spinoff of General Hospital that started out as being like... Because General Hospital is like the hospital, but it's like the whole town surrounding it and all the drama that happens there. Oh. Port Charles was meant to be specifically the hospital... <clears throat> And then somewhere down the line, they decided to go full force into the supernatural and bring in, like, some vampires and shit. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. But he was on that show. And that's why I know who he is. Fair enough. <laughs> I know him from, uh, you know, Uncharted. Video games, yeah. Yeah, from video games. Well, I know him from video games and from voiceover. I actually knew who he was um, from all his other roles, too. But, yeah, mostly the, the one I hear him in the most is, is definitely Uncharted. Well, and I've um I attended a panel one time for Mass Effect, so I've, mm. I've heard all of the um all of those voice actors talk about their. I, I so, just, random question: How the fuck did you end up on a panel for Mass Effect? No, better fucking oh. question: Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> oh, so you, uh, you because didn't I didn't know. know you at the time. So oh, Ray's okay, like no, the no. biggest Mass Effect fan. In this yeah. Well, I wouldn't say I'm the biggest. I'm sure there's people. So I. Me. It was one of the years I went to Dragon Con with um. <clears throat> friends and where was I? I don't know. You weren't your friend at the time. <laughs> exactly. Um so it was one of those things where like usually we would split up to do our own panels because we all had varying, you know, tastes. Mm -hmm. But the way the schedule worked out was like we needed to all be in the same spot at the same time for other things. Nice. So like I went to the Mass Effect panel with them and then they came to the being human panel with me and then we went about our day for the rest of the day. Fair enough. I miss Mass Effect. <laughs> All right. So, Cece, what would you rate this? I will rate this um, three out of 
for Porky Pigs. That's all, folks. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The way they broke down his speech. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why he has job security. I can't yeah, even imitate no, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he broke it. Like, yeah, I can't. There's yeah. no way in hell. Yeah, that brain that was pretty fucking badass, actually. Yeah, there were some really good ones in there. What, Ray? Yep. What about you? I thought I gave my rating, did I not? I don't think so. Uh, did I? Think so. Oh. Well, then three and a half jokers. Okay. Yeah. Fair I'll go ahead and give it uh, three and a half benders. Okay. <laughs> and Lindsay. Lindsay already gave hers. Okay, oh, fine. Yep, yep. Yeah, two and a half Nolan Norths. Oh, that's right. So. All right, everybody. So thank you for joining us on this very sweet and short episode of Control C for uh, the review of I Know That Voice. Um, if you're into voice acting, go check it out. If you're not, then, well, may not be for you. Uh, thank you so much for the cast, uh, Lindsay. Bye. Ray. <laughs> Later. Cece. Bye. And I was Chris. Everybody have a good afternoon. Thank you, and I'll see you next week. Bye.